Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex Jamie. I am Jamie and on today's episode we're chatting to Armando who is an artist, um, an erotic artist, who uh, you may have seen a bunch of his work on Instagram. I hope you have. If you haven't, definitely check it out. Um, and yeah, we kind of talk about his experiences of putting that kind of art on social media and the kind of backlash that comes out of that. Uh, yeah, super interesting. And I'm also chatting to Chloe from Stripper Stories podcast um, about... <laughs> about <laughs> Guys being scared of their own cum. I'll leave it there. Um, you can have a listen to what we think about it uh, in the episode. And yeah, let us know your thoughts on the Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. And yeah, hope you enjoy. Love you, bye. Hey, Armando. Hey, Jamie. How's it going? You good? I'm, I'm doing all right. How you been? Yeah. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. I wanted to talk to you about your art. Um, I followed your account on Instagram a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. completely fell in love with everything about it. I thought it was awesome. Oh. Uh, <laughs> why don't you uh, quickly fill us in on what you do? Uh, I'm an artist. And I'm currently based in Paris. And yeah, I think a lot of people now know me for my erotic work that's gotten some traction on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So you, you were saying earlier that um, if anyone's seen a dick or a vulva yeah. that's been painted on Instagram, it's probably yours. <laughs> it's probably mine. Like, So yeah. if you've been in public transit, I apologize. <laughs> if you've been at family gatherings, I'm really sorry. But uh, you know what you signed up for when you hit follow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what you wanted to come talk to me about was... Uh, Uh, why people might not have seen your work before right on social media yeah because right now there's the whole censorship wave on instagram yeah so terms of service all that you know muting people from Mm. adult content creators to sex educators sex positivity everything right now is kind of under fire from instagram yeah yeah so they recently adjusted their terms of service right Um, yeah this is back in back in december yeah yeah and uh you've spoken publicly about that a bit mm-hmm. um i've seen some interviews of you in do you want to quickly fill us in on people that might not be aware i mean who who reads the terms and conditions right i mean yeah so yeah i got that email like beginning of december and like i think a lot of people especially like artists in that we kind of felt welcoming and yeah. it was long it was long and wordy and basically said you're not allowed to post any form of nudity if it's breastfeeding it's fine if it's art you have to really prove that it's art Mm. and but the main thing was really going after solicitation and people who are sex workers that's basically the main group that's being railroaded by their new terms of service yeah sure how the hell do you prove that something's art that's it's oh man because like i've been reported because they accuse my paintings of being photos and i've been having this like i feel like i'm banging my head against the wall being like guys it's a painting i'll take a selfie with it i'll show (laughs) yeah and but there's no it's really difficult to get feedback from them it's really hard to have this dialogue because they really much they set it up in their terms of service that it's very much you versus them if there's Mm. an inquiry it's very much less it's not like us we're trying to figure it out it's like no 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 no. you have a problem it's go time it's really like we're seeing you as a potential problem yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've spoken to people in the past that have been shadow banned for um, like selfies and like, you know, bikini photos and stuff. And the kind of, 
um the, the experience i hear from them with dealing with instagram is it's very like one-way conversation like you're not oh, yeah. talking to someone you're just getting like automated responses and they don't, they don't really want to open up a conversation with you oh no you can't even fill like some sort of like questionnaire box you can't write like report the problem what happened like you're only yeah. given like a select few options hmm. um i recently got reported this weekend from facebook for the first time and surprisingly, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but surprisingly, they were much more lenient than Instagram. I reported really? the issue. I contested the review for a painting. I said, it's not a photo. It's a painting. And within an hour, they're like, okay, you're right. We saw okay. it. it's a painting. Yeah. Like, see, I started to bug you. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So do you, do you think that, that that's the line? Do you think that's a fair line then to say like, well, this is a painting of a dick. It's not a dick pic and therefore it should be allowed. I'm not really sure. Cause then this opens up a whole nother conversation where there are photographers who do great work that includes yeah. nudity. So yeah. why can't we have it? And then if you compare what else is on the platform, like I've seen hardcore, like gore videos and violence and okay, it's not my thing. Yeah. They get a censor, but it's that's allowed, but God forbid someone should post a nipple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it is odd because I mean, I've not sort of dipped my toe too far into this shadow banning conversation because I'm, mm. I'm not, I'm not too informed. I leave that, that to people like Rebecca Crow and you know people that, that yeah. really know what they're talking about. Um, but it seems like an odd sort of situation because Instagram and any social media has their own like opt-in rules, right? You have to be a certain mm -hmm. age and like for sure, you, know, you could have a private account so that only people that follow you see your paintings and stuff like that. And surely that's enough, you know, surely that's enough barriers to just sort of be like, because, you know, you're not, the teenagers aren't seeing the gore videos, hopefully, you know, not as, hopefully, yeah. hopefully not seeing the gore videos you're talking about. Like, I'm definitely seeing them because I follow certain accounts that have, you know, dark humor and it kind of leads yeah. me down that path. And I see sex workers everywhere because, you know, I have a sex positive Instagram account that follows those people. Yeah. And that feels right because I've opted into that. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, your your network basically. Like, yeah. I don't see anything about stocks. I don't think you see anything about <laughs> beaches yeah. or, you know, uh, cars. Like, that's none of my interest. So my same way, like you just said, my Instagram's tailored around mm. sex positivity and art. That's pretty, yeah. much, that's pretty much it. Yeah, totally. It, yeah, I, I understand the need to draw the line somewhere. You know, mm. we can't have, I guess we can't, even though that's, even this feels funny to say, but like we can't have full on nudity on Instagram, even though, they're just a click away from going to Pornhub or like yeah, literally I mean, anywhere. Yeah, else. you could just go on Google and type in boobs and you're set. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. done. Like, yeah, it's so much easier than going and finding our Instagram accounts. Yeah, starting to find like weird hashtags. Like, you know, I had someone tell me, it's like, what if my kid finds your work? Like, are they really going on the internet to type my name? Like, I'd like to yeah. think I'm famous, but like, okay, yeah. hold on. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right. And it, it feels like, unfortunately, the conversation feels like a bit of an echo chamber because everyone in sex work and you know that's kind of that touch on that industry like me and we all know that this is silly yeah it's not for us it's for the like middle-aged heterosexual yeah. white people that don't want this stuff on their computer screens you know yeah um, they also don't yeah. want to have the conversation with their kids if they ask a question if they find it like they're just yeah. that just that brings it back to improper sex education that we need that it's important we need sex educators to have this conversation to mm. remove stigma to help people understand that sex is part of everyone's lives mm. i mean it's yeah. not uh it's not this diabolical thing like some other accounts post about i'm not sure if you're aware of like the anti-porn crusaders like steadfast institute not massively and no. uh, what's the big one exodus cry and all that shit okay. yeah i went down a rabbit hole of <laughs> these guys like i i my friend got a recruitment email from one of them saying like help us join the fight against porn okay and they sent it to me like have a laugh like go yeah have right. fun with it so <laughs> 
And you go on these and they're just, like you said, it's just white suburban middle-class people who are Mm. saying porn is the problem. It creates violence. And the conversation ends there. And you're thinking like, okay, porn is not realistic. I agree with you. But then you see they're not following any sex positive accounts. They're not following any queer accounts, any feminist accounts, and neither, like there's no mutual following. And then when you click on like the suggested profiles, you get like Ivanka Trump. You get like the official page for like the Holy (laughs) Bible. And you're just kind of like, ooh, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, I see the Venn diagram here. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, this is becoming interesting. It's like, we don't support religion. This is a science institute where we have rehab for men who watch porn. Like, okay, yeah, all right. (laughs) Yeah, it would be interesting to get people like that in a room with say like erica lust you know so oh yeah to for sure of porn and see see you know where the crossover is because there's going to be some because they're um, not they're not proposing ethical porn they're just saying mm. it's all they use buzzwords kind of like you know talking about conspiracy theories like they mm. use it like QAnon. they just use a buzzword that gets yeah. everyone's attention like mm. porn is human trafficking and everyone's like <laughs> oh we gotta stop it and yeah. uh and that kind of gets it going and they're building quite a big following and it's quite it's alarming uh, yeah. when you read kind of how they post and all that it's uh yeah more of a maybe too deep question to follow on from this where do you think uh, your kind of motivation for this kind of art comes from i've always been a pain in the ass like i nice. think ever since i was like a kid like yeah. i think when it was only when like authority says something if they say like you go up i'd be like nah i'm going down like, <laughs> do this just just to push buttons. So I think yeah. when Tumblr had their ban, like that's what kicked it off. I was they said like only Renaissance work will be accepted. I was like, okay, I can play this game. And I never yeah. did erotic art before. And I did okay. it the first time and I got really a lot of good reception. So I said, fuck it, this is fun. Like I'm enjoying yeah. this. Like I'm gonna keep going and see yeah. see how far I can take it. And it's brought me here. So it's definitely a boundary pushing thing for you then. I'm happy with where I am now with it, where like the art community is kind of like, you're a bit too hardcore, but now I'm like, nah, hang out with the sex positive guys. They're cool. Like, this guy's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, you art historians can write your books. I don't care. Like, I'm good over here. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like that. Yeah, I think that, um, I won't get too extensive on this, but I think that art um, that kind of starts in a brute force way, mm. you know, kind of like, you don't give a fuck about anything. You can do something just because it's like fun or shocking or it's something that, and you know, someone else wouldn't do is mm. really and the fact that you found like a place for that is yeah. the best, right? Is the best feeling. Like, yeah, I've definitely, you know, been in similar situations with with music, kind of going against what's expected, um, mm-hmm. and sort of thinking, well, this is going to fail because no one else is doing it. But then once you've done something like, that, you realize, oh, there's totally an audience for this because no one else is doing it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You find your niche. Yeah, definitely, and uh, it's a really good feeling. Uh, and you recently hit 20,000 followers, right? On Instagram? Uh, yeah, no, I'm like, I think I'm like 23K. 23, like oh, 20,000 yeah. is old news, shit. It's old news, yeah. it's in the past, we're yeah. rising, we're going up. <laughs> <laughs> I built an empire on clitoris paintings, like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're, um, you're, there's clearly people there, right? There's clearly like a hunger for this, yeah. which, which is great. Um, the sad thing is, you know, that's contained on Instagram and that's the terrifying thing, you know? I, I'm pretty much just starting out, you know, I've got mm. my measly like 1,000 followers on Instagram, but it's terrifying because because, you know, the higher you get, the more kind of you lose if Instagram decide one day to go, nah, delete. Yeah, because like the more traction you get, the more people share your work, the more, yeah. And I've had this paranoia of like, I'm more at risk. Like when something yeah. gets shared, I'm like, fuck, who's going to see this? That's going to mm-hmm. be an asshole. Who's going to show up and say, I hate it and report it. And then voila, I can have my Instagram deleted. Recently, yeah. I'm not allowed to do branded content because I've been reported so many times. Right. So yeah. 
I'm not allowed to make money on the platform. They've set that in stone with me. So yeah, there's there's consequences for curators. And I think a lot of people don't understand that when they go and start blowing the whistle. I think the more important thing here is to have kind of like a meeting point in the middle with you know these creators and Instagram to figure out how it could coexist. Yeah, definitely. What are your kind of views on Twitter? Because Twitter are more friendly with this type of thing, right? Yeah, Twitter's cool with it. Twitter's cool with it. They're starting, I heard, they're starting to put some rules in, which is a bit unnerving. Okay. But... Uh, no, I've never had any issue on Twitter posting uh, yeah. posting things. So Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, And Twitter is also opt-in. Like I'm saying, you know, the only yeah. things you see really are what's trending, which has to be crazy popular, and the things yeah. that you follow, right? Exactly, yeah. It, I don't know. It, it feels black and white to me, which probably shows how ignorant I am on the subject. But like, it just feels like, you know, there's, there's <laughs> this thing, there, there's, a pen, there's a penis painting, and I don't want to see that. So I'm going to like turn away and not follow that guy. Yeah, just block me if you just don't want to see it. Like, yeah. I don't want to see this on my feed. Like, hey, bye. <laughs> see ya. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. not, no, no hard feelings it's okay yeah, totally yeah what do you think people should do to learn more about this or do something about this well i think you should a lot of people should follow a lot of the big voices in this yeah i could say movement like like you said rebecca crow yeah. uh there's a petition going around it was carolina her handle oh, is blogger uh, on poll blogger on poll has yeah. really been yeah. uh been on it there's everybody visible sex workers and you know see what's going on listen you know, yeah. just see how this is harming people. And in terms of sort of creators in that in that world, I think it's important to if you if you like someone's work, so if someone's a fan of your paintings, then they should mm. take the time to kind of follow you on other platforms as well. Because like yeah. I say, it would be very easy for someone to love your work now, follow you, check out your post for a few months, and then you get shadow banned or worse, you know, deleted yeah. in six months' time, and they're and you're gone. Like they're not going to see. Yeah, you they're working. just wiped off the face of the earth. Just like yeah. see you around silently as well. You know, silently. Just, yeah, so, it yeah. feels like it feels like getting black bagged. It's really intense like <laughs> yeah. yeah um so i think it's important for people to be aware of that and that if they like creators they should follow them on like multiple platforms 100 percent, yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think also you know if you want <clears> to <throat> see someone's work not get deleted you should join the conversation you know sign yeah. that petition you know yeah. there needs to be a discussion because yeah people do enjoy it and especially with like the pandemic like i noticed like erotic art like took off oh yeah in the pandemic like yeah. i noticed like big art accounts everything started getting a bit more sultry okay and like <laughs> sensual like ooh, that sculpture is really curvy i know it's abstract <laughs> like ooh, quarantine's getting to someone on this instagram account and um yeah it seems that with that rise that now there's this pushback with instagram that's how I kind of felt it and saw it like, okay, like people are having too much fun. You got to like, shut the party down like it's enough put your tits away this is a respectable platform like yeah. all right yeah they need to just have some sort of disgusting social media for all of us that's what well they do <laughs> there is there is one there is one that i'm on now okay. which just starts called lipzine okay lips and they're, Lipsign, right? they're just fresh and basically whatever form of expression especially like sexually and nudity yeah. it's it's all accepted oh, okay it's there's no it doesn't feel like instagram either because you're not seeing likes or follows you're really yeah. just enjoying the content that's on there people okay. are sharing yeah yeah oh that's interesting i'll have to put a link in the description check it out myself. for sure yeah check them cool. out all right cool thanks man no yeah, no worries <laughs> thanks for having me on hey chloe hey jamie i want to talk about cum okay fuck yeah <laughs> your favorite subject really is you know yeah. at the moment at this current climate corona cum is my actual favorite corona cum is that yeah. different to regular cum or is oh, it i think it's it? it's more intense definitely okay if you're getting any just fucking enjoy it yeah true you know that's a good point actually if you're lucky to be getting laid in any in any fashion fluids or not in corona then you're yeah you're one of the lucky ones definitely <sighs> yes yes yeah 
we are the same. We feel the same. I mean, <sighs> yeah. Let's talk but, about come. Why do people hate yeah. it? Yeah, so I was listening to your podcast and mm. you were telling a story about, I can't remember, some kind of cum, but you basically mentioned uh, you squirted on your own face during yeah. Corona as one of your Corona achievements. <laughs> you know how everyone has those little projects in Corona times, yeah. in lockdown, yeah, yours was squirting on your own face. And you liked it, right? Well, not liked it, but you were like, it was it was not that bad, right? It wasn't that bad. It was absolutely magical. Oh, okay. I fucking right. loved it. <laughs> I was like, this is what it feels like. Yeah. Oh, but you, okay. you were saying that. So let's talk about the consistency because you were saying yeah. it was very different and yours sounded more, uh, let me say, appealing from uh, male cum. But you, you get into it. What was it like? Well, it's like water. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. watery, very clear. Like I was saying on the podcast, I had a B fucking vitamin. <laughs> I think it was a B vitamin or some Props vitamin. To <laughs> yeah, it was, it was basically what makes your pee yellow, the really yeah. yellow, you know, like a luminous yellow. And I was really surprised the fact that, you know, normally they say that cum, especially squirt, is half piss or like 10% piss or something. Trust me, I take enough vitamins that day that if I had any piss in it, I would have fucking seen it. It would have glowed and in the dark. The fucking litmus test said it was fucking just <laughs> cum. It yeah. was cum. Dude, that's interesting. That's the kind of science we need in the world. That, you know, try and test it. Yeah, because definitely yeah. the big, the biggest kind of uh, negative point people bring up about squirting is that it's pissing, which I've never really seen. I've seen... His, okay, so we're going on a story now. I've okay. seen squirt be yellow. That was weird English, wasn't it? I've seen squirt be yellow once, and I was like, oh, that must be because it's like it's like piss. That's all, that's all the stories you hear, right? She's probably like, it's a lot, it's a lot of piss. But since then, it's never, never happened again. It's always been clear. Clear every time since then. And I think the girl, the girl that where it was like kind of yellow, she had a lot of fake tan on. And I think that, <laughs> this is my scientific research, right? You've got yours, I've got mine, all right? Okay. I think it might have been a, more of a fake tan type thing because it's not been yellow since. And it's Maybe. not yellow and it's not yellow in any other circumstance. So yeah. Yeah. So your Baraka test is probably more um conclusive than mine. So yeah. Let's well, go. you never know. I mean, I do wear fake tan quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. And unless you push the fake tan into your vagina, then I'm not really sure it would ever come out <laughs> yellow. I'm yeah. not sure. I don't know. Maybe I've never used fake tan before, down. but it's not for that, right? It's not you should not be putting it inside you as BB <laughs> waiting to happen. Absolutely. That is a no no. No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going off by like what the sheets looked like after, and it was like uh, you know, like snow angels. It was like a fake. Oh, wow, that's fucking fantastic. But I'm thinking. I'm not saying it was insider, but I feel like it would have gotten somewhere. Maybe. Yeah, know. maybe. Maybe. Fair enough. I need to do some more research. Yeah. So yeah, so you had illuminous pee, and none of it came out when you squirted. That's no, it was literally clear as clear as day. It was great, and honestly, it was like you know that slow motion like Matrix moment. You're like. Rrr, this isn't gonna happen to me and then it just i saw it ricochet and i was like oh it's gonna happen and it happened when you say ricochet, like, that ricochet off of someone someone's chest oh, okay fine right yeah i was like whoa it was great actually and it tasted really good yeah. and you know what fuck everybody that fucking hates cum because i swear to god i should be paid for this shit okay it was that <laughs> fucking fantastic <laughs> but no, I mean, I have got a lot of friends on the podcast early on. I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends and she was like, uh, come, oh my God, it smells. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, does come smell? I don't know. Maybe I've just been really lucky in all the cum that I've ever received. That, it I, yeah. bothers me. Yeah, I definitely, I hear that a lot. I hear multiple reports on, on cum taste. Uh, apparently it varies quite a lot depending on the guy. 
people say it depends it varies quite a lot depending on your diet but like i so i've got a really bad diet like my diet's terrible i don't exercise for shit like <laughs> i don't do anything and i get this is a weird flex but i get a lot of compliments about how my cum tastes which makes no sense because my diet is crap and there's definitely like you know fitter healthier guys out there that i've heard have bad tasting cum so i don't know maybe it's just a genetic thing maybe or maybe it's like more of a you know like when someone just likes someone's pheromones like yeah, you either like yeah. the smell of them or you don't. Yeah, I think it might be like that with cum, like pheromone. Maybe you're cum. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need more science on this. We need to find someone who's reportedly got bad taste in cum, and then you need to blow them and see if it's different. Do you know what? Just right, to find out. <laughs> you'd have to literally. I don't think I could do that because because I have this like gleaming, wonderful, like fluffy view of what how amazing cum is. I would never want it tarnished. Okay. Like I'm so eager. I'm, so, I'm like, get rid of the cum that I would never want that to end. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to live in a world fearing cum, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. That, that, makes, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes you a lot know of what? Sense. Absolutely. I mean, have you ever had squirt in your mouth? Uh, actually, yeah. Now you mention it. Yeah, I have. Did you enjoy it? It was all right. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, it's way less offensive than like male jizz though, isn't it? Let's face it. It's just, it's very watery and clear and quite a magical moment. Whereas, you know, male jizz is like (laughs) hunched over a lot of grunting and it's quite viscous. (laughs) I love the word viscous. That's a good word to come. Viscous. (laughs) It's a rising of, um, you know, Paul Rudd. I always joke about Paul Rudd. He goes, I want to fuck you in your bed. (laughs) With my dick. (laughs) With my dick. It's like my, my, bis- my biscuits curb. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so people that might be afraid of cum or not even afraid of it, just that don't like cum, you know, in and around their face. What what yeah. would you say? Would you do you have any tips? Because I think it's pretty fair to say that like probably most guys are into it or at least interested in trying that. What uh, like a cream pie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not cream pie. So on so facials. Yeah, okay. On someone's face, but I know a lot of girls that are like, no, 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 not interested. Tie your hair back and just fucking go for gold. <laughs> That's what I would say. I mean, uh, maybe if, it, if it's like a problem with your eyelashes and your hair, like then try and like aim it. You know, do a duck dive, aim it somewhere else. So sometimes girls. Just don't want come in the hair and i understand that that's fair yeah but um it's one of those things isn't it it's like you either like it or you don't it's like anal you, you can yeah. like literally make people believe that it's totally great but it's like once you've tried it and you had a bad experience it's very hard to like get that out of your mind yeah definitely. you know especially in during sex like a sexual act it has to have a positive light around it and if people are getting like stinker stinker come it's not it's <laughs> yeah. not gonna make you want to keep going back there you know oh yeah definitely let me clarify that if that's the case <laughs> don't even think about it like, <gasps> but yeah try it if you really like the guy as well and he's really into just giving you a full-on faceful you could yeah. try it on your tits first and then like work up tits work up with, neck yeah. then chin then tongue is good lower lip you know lower lip yep yep <laughs> I think right. um, definitely close your eyes though at all times. Even even experts should close their eyes. It's not it's not good getting cum in your eye. <laughs> oh my you give me a look. You gave me a look that suggested you love cum in your eye just then. <laughs> I did have a I did I did have a, a moment where I was like, well, I never tried it. Why not? So one time I was like, in my eye, do it in yeah. my eye, right? <laughs> Honestly, I looked like I had pink eye for about four years. Like it was Yeah, so it it fresh. sticks around. Yeah. Yeah. And I went outside, I was like, people know, people know, people know that <laughs> my eye. Yeah. It literally looked like I was Quasimodo. <laughs> Another thing that I have an issue with that I'm talking about like dirty, dirty cum is 
men not wanting to kiss girls once they've taken a face full they do the duck and dive of their own cum <laughs> yeah why is that okay. i was i was worried about this question coming back well at me. yeah i was gonna say it's coming back on you now okay <laughs> this is what we're gonna say why are you scared of your cum so right i agree that is weird um i don't know why i'm scared of it but it is odd because yeah i think i think it, if you want to get like deep about it i think the whole like the whole facial thing so the idea of having a girl on her knees in front of you and then coming over her it's like it's quite a primal like dominant thing i think for me anyway it feels like a kind of like domination ownership thingy right so i think that's part of it it's not that like i want you to like taste my fluids or anything i mean maybe yeah. there's probably a bunch of guys that, that are into that that's like uh, for me the act is over <laughs> by the time i'm done so i don't want it like coming back on me because i don't know i don't know but then i am very much like on one side of the spectrum with that like i'm aware that i'm a bit weird uh for not liking that i don't think i've ever met a guy ever that has been like okay like you know what i do like the cum test with cum kissing test afterwards i'm just like ooh, and then you go and lean in for the kiss and you see whether they're like terror they're terror they're like or try and just do it anyway you know yeah i i've gotten better i i try a bit i try a bit now because i I do think it's a bit rude it's just polite to be to not you don't want to be like yeah take this and then be like i don't want none of that like if you expect someone to take it you gotta sort of be in there you know what i mean you gotta you gotta so i've gotten better at that to be fair over the last couple of years but yeah, I saw I saw a, a porn once where um, I saw a porn. I saw a porn. I saw a porn once. I uh, I went on the internet and found naked people having sex. I'll I'll give you the link later. <laughs> oh yeah, do it, do it, please. <laughs> and yeah, and basically it was really hot. It was like really really good. Like I was I was really like strangely into it more than I normally am with porn. Anyway, long story short, he came on her face and then he like got down on his knees in front of her and like licked it off of her. And you could see it was Riley Reed who is like by most people's measures a proper like pro porn star. She, I'll find you, I'll send you a link. She, yeah. um, you could see the like surprise in her face, and she was like, re- I think she was really turned on, or oh, she's a really good actress and she was pretending, but I think she was really turned on, like, because yeah. I guess that's kind of like that's kind of hot, right? For a guy to completely subvert expectations and like lick his own calm off of you, guys, call me, okay? I've, yeah. got, a, I've got an Instagram if anybody's willing, please just send me a DM, all right? Let's go. try it out for real. That's, that's a good exciting. trade, that's a good trade. You're like, you'll blow a guy if he cleans you off of his tongue afterwards. <laughs> There's just, just the cum, no clean of any other kind of thing because there's another kink completely dedicated to that and that is not fun wait what's that what are you talking about well like when you have you know like other things cleaning off you okay yeah you, know what I mean? okay. Men you on seem the to lead. be censoring yourself that yourself there it's just shit okay shit <laughs> shit and piss that is a no 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 go women okay. don't poo okay i don't know i talk about a lot of things but i don't poo yeah oh wow that's that's a good that's you know, a big reveal just, i just don't it just doesn't all happen. i can say about it <laughs> like that's that's as far as i go with poo with piss i'm not sure i pissed in a few cups before but that's about yeah. it i couldn't really um i've had piss on me i can't piss on people i just don't really get no. it what if the what if the guy was super into it do you think you'd be able to i oh, think yeah. I, I would have performance anxiety i don't think i'd be able to pee like that i'd have to drink so much before <laughs> yeah true yeah you'd have to hold it in yeah. yeah for real yeah that's a question for another day though isn't it really yeah definitely What are you afraid of? All right, 
that's all we have time for today thank you so much for listening it really really means a lot to me that you have got out your way to come and listen to me talk to people about their sex stories <laughs> um, if you like what we're doing go check us a follow on let's talk about sex Jamie on Instagram uh, tell your friends about us leave a review on iTunes all that stuff that people with podcasts say at the end basically um, yeah it really means a lot that you listen and hope to see you next week love you bye <laughs>